Hey, this is Brenda Lee, and if you're not listening to the Growing Boulder radio show, I'm sorry, so sorry. Well, these days, given the economy, nobody is really complaining. But how many people do you know that have a job they really don't like? Well, something interesting seems to happen as we get older. Sometimes we start growing bolder. Sometimes people decide they've had enough spending their life doing something they really have no interest in. And sometimes it is okay to take a risk and follow your passion. You know, that's what Dennis Williams did. And when he told his friends what he was going to do, They thought he was crazy. And if you're just talking about money, well, maybe he was crazy because he's never going to get rich doing what he decided to do. But if you go inside the story, you'll find that for Dennis, it was never about money. It was always about fulfillment. And he found his repairing vintage and antique radios. Sit back and get ready to be inspired because it's time to go inside the story. Presenting Orson Welles as the third man. Way back before iPods, the Internet, and even TV, these were the most popular shows of their time. The Johnson Wax Program with Fibber McGee and Molly. To hear them, the entire family would gather in front of one of these. The centerpiece of every home was the radio. I said your money or your life. I'm thinking it over. The shows are long gone, but the instruments used to listen to them survive as collectibles, echoes of the past. Dennis Williams is one of maybe a dozen artisans in the country. Nice little wooden radio. Who work full time to repair and preserve them. But I have collectors all over the country that do not do any work. They love their radios, but they don't know what makes them work. So. Bubble wrap it and send it to me. His shop is cluttered with pieces used to bring them back to life. Capacitors, transformers, tubes. But it's not just radios he's preserving. You ever go into an old, old building and just sense the time in it and things that happened years and years and years ago? Well, it's the same thing here. Somebody listened to uh, FDR fireside chats on this radio. It's just the right age. Time is something he wishes he could have had more of with his parents. Dennis's mother died in a car wreck when he was a baby. His father was killed in an industrial accident when he was only 12. Traumatized, Dennis spent countless lonely hours in his room with his one link to the world. It's not the very radio, but it's the exact same model and color. Um, that was uh, on a little table next to my bed when I was a baby. Uh, my grandmother uh, took care of me for a long time after my mother died. I was 11 months old. And I remember that radio. Always wanted to find another one. So I ran across this one and I snatched it up in a, in a second. Still, it was a car wreck of his own and a near-death experience that changed everything. I thought I was dead. It was, it was one of those slow motion windows breaking, glass flying through the car, and the car was going smaller and smaller and smaller. (laughs) 
So that, that kind of freaked me out. So I decided right then and there that, uh, you know, I'm going to do something else with the rest of my life. So I did. It's been three decades since Radio Relics was born. And in that time, he's become sort of a folk hero to vintage radio collectors everywhere. I'm all over the United States. People come to me for advice, parts, service, whatever. I bet that's pretty rewarding. It is. He loves what he does, despite the drawbacks. But look, you're alone every day. No, I'm not. You and the radios. I got a cat. I like being alone with the radios. I know it needs help, and I just get into it, and so I'm gonna make this thing work, and I lose track of time, I lose track of other thoughts. Um, I'm just, just completely get tied up in, the, in restoring the radio. And it's not necessarily a great way to make money. Do you worry about next month's rent? Oh, yeah, sometimes I do that. I do that, but something always comes in. I was really worried when the economy went the way it did, and I was thinking to myself, Dennis, you might be in trouble, because who's going to fix these old, you know, who wants to spend the money to fix these old radios? But they kept doing it. I believe the collectors and the people that really love these things, they're going to keep getting them fixed and keep them because they enjoy it. It gives them pleasure, and they're going to spend their money on that before buying a new car. Here's one that just came in today. This is a Zenith Transoceanic, one of the most well-known radios around. Some need a complete overhaul, which can cost several hundred dollars. Others need just a little TLC, which can run as low as 35. All the tubes are there, it seems to be intact. might be an easy job. We know now that in the early years of the 20th century, this world was being watched closely by intelligences greater than man's. He doesn't mind the work because his work may survive for generations. Another 100 years, there's still gonna be old radios around because they'll last that long. And your digital watch or the clock radio by your bed won't. All in all, it's not glamorous. Little kids don't grow up wanting to be... A radio repairman. <laughs> but you like who you are. Yeah. I like what I do. So, I could have a lot more money, but I couldn't be... I couldn't be a lot happier. I don't intend to do anything else. This is it. I'm gonna probably drop dead over there on my workbench with a soldering gun in my hand. <laughs> and that'd be okay. <laughs> that'd be okay. You gotta give it up for a guy who loves what he does. And who knows, maybe now's a good time to dig around a little in the attic or the basement and find that old radio you inherited years ago and see what kind of condition it's in. Maybe Dennis Williams is just the guy to bring it back to life. You can find more information at radiorelics.com. And Mark, you have a gorgeous antique radio at your house. Well, well, thank you, Phil. I do. I've got a, uh, a 1930 Midwest Royale 24 tubes. I bought it from an old radio 
repairman many, many years ago, uh, a radio that was made at the height of the Depression, and it is a monster. It was it was the radio for, uh, for those to whom price was no object. You know, one bit of advice that Dennis gave me, see, I had one too, and the first thing I did was plugged it in and turned it on. <laughs> After the firefighters left, I told Dennis, and he said, never turn it on unless you have somebody look at it because the electronics can cost you a lot more if you mess it up first. So you can get in touch with Dennis from anywhere in the nation at radiorelics.com for more. If you broadcast it, they will listen. The Growing Boulder Radio Show, cultivating your field of dreams.